podcast dedicated to educating the community on the importance of shopping local. What's up, Champaign County? Thank you for joining me for this special episode of the We Spend Local Network podcast. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to take a moment to thank everyone who tuned in last month and purchased one of our We Give Local shirts. Because of you, we were able to give back over $500 to the Guardian Angel Fund, which is a which is an organization or a, a nonprofit that provides support for children of Champaign County who have unmet needs due to the lack of finances. Thank you for listening and thank you for spending local. I'm super excited to talk to you about our next We Give Local fundraiser, but before I do that, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Are you a small business owner that's feeling overwhelmed by the thought of building a website? Stop wasting your time and let the team at Barry Digital Solutions handle your online presence so that you can focus on what you need to do in your business. You will get a team of local experts at your service that can handle websites, social media, email marketing, graphic design, and much, much more. Call Ryan Berry today at 937-404-1050 to get your free consultation or visit their website, BerryDigitalSolutions.com. That's B-E-R-R-Y, DigitalSolutions.com, BerryDigitalSolutions.com. This podcast episode is also brought to you by ChampagneWorks.com. Champagne Works is a community of people that is dedicated to seeing the positive in Champaign County. Visit ChampagneWorks.com forward slash news to stay up to date on all the great things Champaign County has to offer. This month's featured news story is about the Legacy Place Project in Urbana. Work crews will soon begin transforming the long vacant Douglas Hotel in downtown Urbana and the former Urbana North and South Elementary Schools into 51 affordable apartments for senior citizens. This $13 million investment will infuse much-needed life back into three of Urbana's historic buildings. Read the full story at ChampagneWorks.com. Again, that's ChampagneWorks.com. All right, before we get started today, I want to encourage you to go check out the We Spend Local merchandise line. We've partnered with LA Design from West Liberty, Ohio, and Strive Clothing Company from Urbana, Ohio, to bring you some of the coolest, most unique, comfortable shirts you'll ever wear, I promise. We have multiple designs that will be on the store at all times, and we have one special design to support our interview guests. Go to WeSpendLocal.com to get one today. As you all know, October was Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But the unfortunate truth about breast cancer is that it's a year-round disease. I hope you join us in continuing the fight against breast cancer 24-7, 365. This interview was with representatives from the Cancer Association of Champaign County, Brett Evelsizer and Whitney Denson. Enjoy this interview and make sure you check out their Facebook page to learn how to support them today. Well... First off, just tell me a little bit about yourselves. You know, who who are you both? Um, how did you get into this line of work? Uh, I'm Brett Evelsizer, uh, current president of the Cancer Association of Champaign County. Um, years ago, my wife um, had utilized the services of the Cancer Association, and uh, in my 30 years on the fire department, I've uh, known several people with cancer and uh, just know that it's a worthwhile cause. I think part of my reason for getting it was not only because of that, but also knowing members of the Cancer Association and uh, knowing that they're great people and they're doing a great thing. And I am Whitney Denson and Brett is my dad. 
And so kind of along the same lines, um, the association helped my mom and she had a very giving heart and was very much a part of the Special Wish Foundation um, years and years ago. And so I kind of saw her giving back to the community in that way. So with dad being on the board, that kind of really gave me the little push to to do it as well. And I am the patient services director for the Cancer Association. So tell, tell me a little bit about what the Cancer Association is. Uh, first, you know, what, what is it? What's the mission? And then what, what services or what are you guys able to provide to those people who are, are, are going through this? Well, the Cancer Association started 40 years ago. Their first meeting was actually October, 40 years ago. Um, it was a, the insightfulness of a couple community members that saw that funding um, towards cancer patients needed to stay local. And that's one of the reasons why I appreciate this chance to talk here because it's all about being local. Um, we are an all volunteer organization. So all of the funds except for expenses, you know, taking care of patients, I mean, it, it all goes to the patients. You know, we do, you know, have expenses, postage, post office box, um, administrative type stuff like that, but no one receives any money. It is all volunteer. What we do is um, we serve the patients of Champaign County that are afflicted with cancer. Um, and we do that through um, helping pay their uh, treatments, whether it be chemo or radiation, um, anything over and above what their insurance or what their insurance doesn't cover. We give them fuel cards to uh, assist with their transportation uh, to and from treatments. We also cover prescriptions, um, wigs and prosthetics and things like that. Are you guys um, supporting all people who have all different types of cancers? Or are you guys specifically breast cancer? Or? No, it is, it is all types of cancer, all types of cancer. Um, so, we do have a fair amount of breast cancer as, you know, um, diagnosis, but you know, it, it, any type of cancer. So, I mean, and we have young patients and we have old patients and everywhere in between. So yeah, not, not strictly breast cancer. And that's, that's the great thing about our organization because mm -hmm. a lot of times it is um, diagnosis driven um, okay. for associations and that kind of thing. How, how many people do you guys think you guys help on a yearly basis or like how big is your organization? I would say um, per year we would give or take 125 patients um, a year. Yeah, serving so, them in various fashions. I mean, some yeah. of them only need uh, prescriptions. Yeah. You know, some of them you know, may need fuel cards and some you know, treatments covered. So it, it depends on what they need. Um, as far as what the, their oncologist, you know, is putting them through or having them do. Um, so, yeah, the services we, pride, we provide for everyone is just a little bit different, you know, based on what they need. Yeah. And, again, it's like, yeah, we serve the residents of Champaign County. It'd be nice if we could be larger. But um, 40 years ago, you know, we were a member of the American Cancer Society, and, a handful of people were, like I said, insightful enough to see that so much was being lost um, through administrative costs and the money coming back to our residents and citizens um, wasn't as much as it could be. So are you guys funded 
uh, entirely through donations or do you guys fundraise or how, if somebody were interested in supporting the cause, what could they do to, to, to support you guys? The fundraisers that we have done have uh, not been able to be done this year uh, yeah. due to the COVID and you know, social distancing and everything. But uh, throughout the years, it's like we've got a couple grants um, that were received, a large donation um, from people working through the United Way. Um, the United Way has you know, been a great partner through the years. Um, this year, it's like they're kind of on hold as well as everyone else. But um, yeah, we do get donation, donations through uh, memorial contributions. Memorial contributions, meaning, um, say, a patient that we have assisted passes away, they list it in their obituary, um, and then you know the funeral home will collect money, um, gotcha. that kind of thing. And so, yeah, if there's, that's that's a good bit of our donations. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Without a, you know. A, total breakdown but it's like there's a lot of corporate support too it's yeah. like just this week um we did receive a thousand dollars um from a local manufacturing firm um and as far as i know it was totally unsolicited it's just yeah. a, you know they know that we're out there and we're doing good stuff and they're uh, appreciative of it and want to support yeah. us what type of fundraising do you guys usually do in a normal year like what would you guys do to fundraise well, typically we start off the first of the year with our mailer. We put a mailer out in December um, and just uh, solicit you know, people on our mailing list um, to you know, donate mm -hmm. um, through the mail. Then we have our hearts campaign, which you know, the month before Valentine's Day, um, we get out into the local businesses and ask them to collect money and have people write their names on the hearts and put it in the window. Um, we have tag days in May around Mother's Day, typically out in front of Walmart um, to where we just stand out there all day. And So last year we had a new, a new one. It was called Summer Breeze, and we held that out at um, Woodruff Farms. And yeah. it was a lovely evening out with live music and a, just a small little auction. And it was a great first year fundraiser um, and we were super bummed we couldn't do it this year because of all of uh, all of the things going on right now. So um, then after that, we have our tour of homes, candlelight tour of homes, okay. um, where there we have a handful of houses um, that decorate their houses all nicely for Christmas, and um, people buy tickets and get to walk through their house, and that's always something that the community looks forward to. Um, so again, that. I don't see happening this year either. So yeah, we're, we're kind of uh, the only, the only fundraisers we got through this year were, um, the mailer and hearts. Yeah. So we, we, um, yeah, unfortunately this is kind of, we did, um, hurting. we did have one other new fundraiser last year. It was a, like a quarter auction oh, yeah. event out around Mechanicsburg. Um, you know, which was another chance for people to come together and, um, you know, have a, good night and just, you know, get some nice, neat things um, you know, from the local community. And it's been a crazy year. It, it uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and people don't think about it, but yeah, organizations like yourselves are really affected by it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's super unfortunate. And you know, obviously you guys are doing great things. So it sucks that, you know, you guys have, have had to take that hit financially, but uh, hopefully next year we'll, things will start to get back to normal.
Um, so the next few questions, if it's okay with you, will be specific to breast cancer and breast cancer awareness. If you know, if you guys are comfortable with that, but um, what are a few things um, about breast cancer that you think everyone needs to know? Well, um, yeah, like you said, uh, breast cancer isn't our, the only thing we cover, but um, one of the things that I've learned as far as breast cancer and a lot of cancers is that um, pay attention to your family history. It's like if there is a family history, you know, that's an early warning sign um, that, you know, you need to be doing something. Um, along with that is early awareness, awareness that it's potential, and then uh, proper self-examination. It's like, you know, the thing to do is to learn how to do it properly, um, catch it early, recognize it early, and, and get the right course of treatment. Yeah, as with any cancer, it's like finding out the type of cancer and what it does and how it works is also instrumental in the long term. Um, some cancers aren't as prevalent as others as coming back or, you know, or maybe staying in remission longer. Um, but knowing the type of cancer um, is also key. And just staying on, uh, you know, vigilant and aware and, you know, doing checks um, constantly to make sure that nothing new has come back. In your experience, you know, what, what is the best way to support those who have just been diagnosed or are currently battling breast cancer? Obviously it's a, um, it's a big undertaking for those people. What can we do as family members, as friends, as loved ones to support them in this journey? You know, um, the, the thing I hear the most talking to patients or relatives of the patients that are maybe calling me to get the ball rolling, um, they're overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. These, these folks that are, are getting these diagnoses, especially it seems, you know, the older generation, they just get so overwhelmed and rightfully so they're getting a lot of information thrown at them. So I guess for me, hearing, hearing the patients talk is, you know, just support them you know, make them a meal, um, take notes for them. Um, I know it's a little hard now for family members to go to doctor's appointments with, you know, a patient, but ad advocating for, for the patient um, and what's in their best interest for their health and treatment. Is there a piece of advice or is there like an overarching message or theme that that you would give to somebody who's just been diagnosed with cancer like what would be the first thing you would tell somebody or what would be the one piece of advice you would want to give them so what what would be like one piece of advice or what's what's the message that you would give somebody who has just been diagnosed with breast cancer you're not alone and whether you know it or not there's a whole band of people that are there to support you and be with you, whether you know them or not. Um, and I spend quite a bit of time talking to these patients on the phone. And sometimes all they need is just an ear to listen to. I mean, I can't help them clinically. I can't help them medically, but I can listen. And I think you just have to listen. And, and I tell that to, you know, our patients that might not have a huge support system. I'm always here if you need to talk. So, um, and some of them take me up on it, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. The first thing I would say is, you know, just breathe. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, just 
you know, breathe. It's like, you know, and just try to relax and focus. And um, because I think so many times um, our attitudes in dealing with cancer mm -hmm. um, are, can be a negative effect to our recovery. So, um, you know, I, I guess, yeah, that's where I'm at. It's like, you yeah. know, just try to be as positive as possible. It's all about attitude. So many times I think when we talk about breast cancer, um, it's not just a female thing. Yeah. It's like, and I know I'm, I'm guilty of it. It's like, I don't do um, self exams or anything, but <laughs> I mean, it does, it does happen in men too. So, um, you know, just as an awareness kind of thing. I think the last question would be is uh, if somebody's listening to, listening to this and they say, okay, I want, I want to support, what can they do to reach out to you guys to support the cause to support breast cancer awareness? Um, just to support local. So we always um, accept donations through our website, which is www.cancerassociationofchampaigncounty.org or checks can be mailed to CACC PO box 38125 Urbana, Ohio 43078. And other ways people can help. We're always looking for volunteers, always, you know, we have room on to join the board of directors. Um, so there's lots of ways, there's mm -hmm. lots of ways to help. And even if someone wouldn't want to join the board, we're, like I said, yes, always looking volunteers. volunteers for the fundraisers that we do. Some of them are like the tour of homes, um, the quarter auction. You know, some of our fundraisers are a little labor intensive in preparation and getting donations and stuff. So volunteering is also another way mm -hmm. um, to help us um, help those patients with breast cancer and, and any cancer. Um, I feel I feel like we we've all been touched, you know, by it somehow. Um, yeah. It just, you know, everybody knows, everybody has a story, but is there, is there a story or is there a case that to you stands out above the rest? Is there something that was super inspirational that you guys have come across or is there, you know, is there, I know there, I know that's a hard question because so many people are inspirational that are going through this. I just didn't know if there's anybody that stands out or if you have a cool story or anything along those lines. One that sticks with me is um, she, she was in our calendar this year and um, instead of um, wearing wigs, she had henna tattooed on her head. Okay. And so then after that wore off, she just had her husband put like um, temporary tattoos on her head. And, you know, that attitude is amazing to have you know, her outlook was beautiful. You know, she was making the best of it and, and, you know, you see it all, you know, and that, I loved that story that brought tears to my eyes when I was talking to her. And I just think that is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I appreciate you guys coming on. This is obviously, I think, I think I mentioned it in my original email, this is something that is, you know, sits close to my heart, obviously with my uh, maternal grandmother having, having fought that fight and, uh, you know, no longer with us, unfortunately, but yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really close to it. I'm familiar with it. Um, so this is something that I was really excited to work on and hopefully, hopefully we raise a lot of awareness through this month. We've got some cool, cool things uh, planned and hopefully we'll be able to raise some money.
podcast interview was brought to you by Your Hometown Techs. I'll tell you a story. A couple of years ago, I got a I got a laptop for Christmas from my mother-in-law. And for those of you who don't know me, I have three young kids. My oldest is five. My youngest is one. And after like eight months of having the laptop, I, I sat it on my end table after I was done using it. And I'm assuming that one of my kids got up, climbed up on top of the end table, stepped on the laptop. And when the next time I went to open it up, half of the screen was black and it wasn't working. And I, I had not really ever had good good experience with IT repair and with laptop repair in the past. So I, I put the laptop back in its bag and set it aside, assuming that I'd never use it again. And uh, then I heard about your hometown techs. I, uh, I had heard that they were affiliated with Barry Digital Solutions, so I decided to give uh, Sean at your hometown techs a call. Two days later, literally two days later, I had my laptop back in perfect working order for a fraction of the cost of a new laptop. I'm actually using that same laptop to record this podcast, to edit this podcast right now. If you ever, ever need any help with IT, I highly recommend calling Sean at Your Hometown Techs or visiting their website, yourhometowntechs.com, Y-O-U-R-H-O-M-E-T-O-W-N-T-E-C-H-S.com, yourhometowntechs.com.